Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of O. Jeremiah Talks. Okay, this episode is going to be a little bit different. We don't talk about music or TV or film. The only thing we talk about is the 2020 election, but not in the way that you're probably expecting, because we recorded this episode on Monday afternoon. I'm recording this right now on Monday afternoon. So that means I have no idea what happened with the election. I have no idea who wins. I don't know if you got your guy in there or if I got my guy. I don't know any of that stuff right now. Because what we want to talk about on the podcast today is how we could probably afford to be nicer. And uh, more than anything, I would love it if I never go through an election year like this one ever again. And we are sitting down and talking about ways that I got super into the election this year and how some things I did that I regret, some things that I did that I'm proud of, but mostly how I can be better prepared for the future and how we all get through this together. Because 50% of you did not, I know that you were not happy with the way it went. Regardless of how it went, 50% of you were bummed. So how can we all walk away better? That's what we're talking about on the podcast today. And we talk a lot about turtleneck sweaters because I got a turtleneck sweater and I just cannot stop talking about it. But great episode, really fun episode, really helpful for me. You hear me get like answers to big questions in real time for myself because this has been a tough year on this subject specifically for me. And because I have a wonderful wife that sits down and talks to me about anything that I need talking through she does a great job helping me get to where I needed to go today. So I love her and I love you. And I hope that you love this episode of O Jeremiah Talks. I want it to be you talking on the intro. I together. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to talk about why your sweatpants are tucked into your socks? So we we it's actually yeah we actually have fall right now in Athens, Georgia, and I got these Breckenridge like mountain socks. I love them. Yeah, on my bachelor party, you got them for me. I got them for you, but like I said earlier, when you complained that I was wearing them, yeah. we have become one flesh since we've been married. So what is Whatever. mine is also yours. Also, we do have this like collapsible. I think it's like a throw blanket bin that I use as our sock bin and we collect, like we share it. Like we just like toss some socks in there. Yeah, for sure. And those live there. So anyways, I get it. I'm fine with like sharing or whatever. But, but we, w- but now whenever we wake up, it, this is my favorite time of the year because we get to turn off our air conditioning, which is a rare thing in the South. Mm-hmm. And we get to wake up. It's a little bit chilly now I that we have it. now that we have a dog, she's like extra snuggly in the morning. It's just like or the she perfect. She just like won't get out of bed at night because she never gets hot. It's perfect weather time. She's right now. She's a little annoying. Did yeah, it's I got a little time. irritated with her. I want to hear how your day's going. I haven't. This is my first time seeing and talking to you today. I would love to hear is how it? you're doing. Yeah, I think so. You do this thing, which I can't decide if I appreciate or hate. Okay. Oh, I hate when things start this way. Well, no, it, like you'll understand what I'm saying. Okay. What's my my worst hour of the day? Like the moment you open your eyes for the first time. Right. So this morning, the moment I opened my eyes, you came barreling in the room being like, and you were like, do you have to be there at 8.30 or 9? Because you had a meeting this morning. And I was like, it was also like 8.05, so I see your panic. 
but it was also like I had it under control and it makes me feel like you don't think I'm like an adult that can like care for my own schedule. Well, that's the but hard the part about, time, being, about being married is that even if you didn't say, hey, this is also your responsibility. Yeah. I know had you slept through your alarm, exactly. it would have been kind of my fault. Exactly. Because I knew you because I was awake. I know. And that's another thing is like if you were ever. Yeah, if you ever overslept past like an important something, I, w- I wouldn't let you do it. Right. So it's like, and for some reason, I, also, I remember you saying eight thirty, and it was eight oh five, and I was like, did she, she say wake it? up at eight yeah. thirty? Did she say be there at eight thirty? I would rather her be a little bit mad at me and come through as husband. Totally. But you were still like surprised that I was a little salty about it. But yeah, also, every morning you wake up, you act like it's the worst every day. You act like it's the day after been, your birthday every morning you wake that's up. That's been covered like on this podcast. I feel like pretty thoroughly. Well, I feel like you everyone, go you go deeper into that vibe every day, and it's just it's always surprising to me. That's not true. Sometimes I'm very kind. Mm. It's rare, but sometimes. It's very, <laughs> and it's like fun. On the day that it's actually your birthday, you're nicer. Yeah. Yes. Yes, that's very but it, true. Or if I wake up and it happens to be snowing, you're a hoot. Then I'm great, yeah. Yeah, but all the other days, you're just not having it. <laughs> yeah. Let's make some coffee after this. I need some more. Um, But yeah, I just... But you get the vibe, though, of like, oh my goodness, like, did you really think I wasn't going to wake up? But also, I'm super appreciative if... If I needed that wake up. Right. So it was, I was kind of torn. And I also, the time, you're the kind of person that needs a running start when you wake up. Like if you're trying to wake up at 830, you got to start revving your engine at like 805. At 8, yeah. 805, exactly. Because, so because you're like, the first wake up is like the warning shot. Yeah. Of like, hey, just so you know, there is going to be a moment where you have to get out of bed. I know. And you caught me like pre-rev. So yeah, it was uh, not and, very sweet. Yeah. My... My mom would also, like, anytime I'd have to get ready for school and whenever I started driving myself, she'd be like, well, I mean, like, it's your responsibility now. And I was just, I would just be like, but I, I know, like, I don't you think I know what time I have to get up and leave? And then I'd just be, like, scrambling to get out the door. Yeah, and you also breakfast dawdle. Breakfast in one hand. Like, is dawdling, a, a, like, a known word or is it just a word that we say that we assume people know? I didn't think it was real until one time I used it in a blog that I wrote a couple years ago. And it turns out it's a word. I was spelling it wrong. So Donald, how do you think you spell it? Uh, D o d d l e. Yeah, it's actually d a w. D l e. Just d a w. It's doll. No, d a w d l e. Okay. I thought it was like d o t t l e. Dottle. No. It's so, not, but that's a very common word in my family. So I didn't think it was real. So I put it in quotes and then I w- the computer was like, "Yo, you want to spell that the right way?" Try yeah, it. Yeah, like when you're not ready to leave. Yeah. And we're, and I'm, I'm in a hurry. Cause once we say you like at a party when it's like, Hey, we, I guess we should go. I left five minutes earlier in but my I, mind. But then I just started the process. Yeah. And you need, that's whenever you're like lingering and you're like, wow, is this wall, is it eggshell white or is it off white or is it more of a cream? And I'm like, we said bye though. I know. But here's another thing. Let me ask you this. If I'm in a hurry, I'm pretty good about moving it, aren't I? I would say in a hurry, you are relatively good at moving it. Yeah. I'm really good at moving it. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think that you... Are you, you th- I think that I'm being fast, but I'm really not. Yeah. I, I don't think you're as efficient in your in reality as you are in your mind. Because there's still okay. like a little bit of like... Like most of the time you're in a hurry, it's because yeah. you just found out how much time you dawdled. <laughs> True. You know, it's funny that I can think of like specific areas in my life where I don't like wasting time, like cleaning. Yeah. 
I I have like a very specific if I'm cleaning the bathroom so efficient something is soaking while I'm scrubbing something else it's amazing or if I'm uh I noticed it in my lessons recently and I was like oh my students must must be like exhausted because I'll be like oh you're your A string just went out of tune. Fill out this worksheet while I tune it for you. <laughs> like it's like a little ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm wh- and whenever I'm cooking is the worst, but also the best. Like I I love having like multiple things to manage because I could be like cooking something on the stove while something is boiling while the oven is preheating. If I'm just if I have a standstill moment in the kitchen, I start washing the dishes. Like I just can't deal with it. Mm. And so sometimes I'm just so efficient is my point. Yeah, no, I get that. But some, but so that's why whenever it comes to regular life activities, maybe I'm not super efficient. Well, let's let's spin the wheel. I want to hear where you're at. How are you feeling mm-hmm. up top? I feel like we need to get a theme song for the feelings wheel. Me too. Okay, the, I'm you gonna just do the inside out theme and steal it. Yeah, yeah, that's bing, that's bing, that's legal. Bing, 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 bing. Okay, so I'll okay. do the feelings wheel theme music right here. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so how were you feeling? Oh, that was, that was you it. did it. Okay, thank you, babe. Um, I'm okay. There's oh. like a there's like a underlying something that I don't know is happening. That's such an interesting thing that you know that like underneath the surface there's something there's that's something not there normal. that's like kind of doing like a um, whack a mole thing to me right now, and I don't it won't like stay out. And you so have no it won't clue like reveal itself. Do you know what I'm saying? You said something to our friends but I'm not yesterday that I thought it. was so fun. Okay. Or not funny. I thought it was so interesting. You said, um, I know I'm upset if I've started crying. Do you remember saying that? Yeah. So like here's what I mean by that. Of like sometimes I'll be we've talked about me being like in a weird mood. And you'll call it before me because the atmosphere will shift and you'll be like, oh, something's going on with her. And you say, what's going on? And I snap at you and I'm like, I don't know. It's because I genuinely don't know. But then as soon as we start talking and then we find the subject of what's going on, the subject matter, I start crying and I'm like, oh, that's what I'm upset about. Yeah. Yeah. That usually, yeah, yeah. Okay, so at some point today... My whack-a-mole. <laughs> something is going to crawl out from the water, and we're going to have to address it. Maybe. Can you tell I don't if, know it's if it's good or bad? I don't know if it's today or this week. Okay, that's... It's a little unpredictable. Yeah. It might be good. Like, I think I'm doing a lot better. You and I had a really good accidental date night last week. Yep. And addressed a lot of, like, my feelings of, like, self-worth and purpose and, you know, just you know, the just meaning light, of life. Beachy, <laughs> just, relaxing things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's, like, that in a good way. So it could be a good thing. Okay. I, yeah, I've, since not touring on the weekends, like we're used to doing, um, I have found myself... We're we're gonna get to that, babe. Don't no, worry. No, sorry. I have found myself looking forward to the weekends as if I like work a regular job to where like the weekend is the celebration. Mm-hmm. And while it's like fun to like pick up on the world's energy of like yay it's Friday, I don't want to. I still want to love Monday just as much as I love Friday. Yeah. And so like I don't really want to get in that yet, but also um, I'm I'm feeling okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about you? <laughs> the only 
the only part of workout culture that I embrace, like, and I promise this, this is going somewhere. I'm not just like casually mentioning that I work out like every Monday they start by saying never miss a Monday. And it's basically saying like, Hey, we know Mondays suck, but that's not like we still show up and we still do a good job. And I never liked Mondays until I started working out because I feel like this like beckoning calling to like sh- extra show up to, on a Monday. To just really show up. And I've had a wonderful day today. You've had really good Mondays in the past, I've observed. I would say Monday is my best day of the week. Mm. Because back when we had shows, it would be the day that I would book all of our shows. Mm-hmm. It would be the the day I would like go through all my feelings of the weekend of shows. And it, like Monday was my day to kind of like zone plan. in on me. You got to plan and I got to reflect. I got to plan and reflect and all those other things. But I almost went to a 6.30 a.m. yoga class, but then quickly back down. Yeah, quickly back down. Uh, go ahead and tell us your secret. Or so your, it's not a secret. Uh, I have ordered... Is that going to be so loud? It's probably going to be so loud. He's I opening. ordered my very first turtleneck sweater. But also... Already I'm hooked. You know what I mean? You pumped. Describe this color black to you. Would you also, call that midnight? Like a charcoal. Would you call it onyx? Yes. Would you call it tombstone? Which onyx. Onyx. Okay. I love that. Also, uh, I feel like I betrayed you because I have a turtleneck and didn't really tell you. You didn't tell me. Uh, wow. That is very... Oh my that's gosh. A, look. That's a shorter neck than I thought. Yeah. It's oh, a, it's rolled. Oh my. It's a it's a rolled neck. It's more for the, for the temp than anything. I, Babe, I wa- just tried on. Like I wanted to try this on in front of you. Yeah, be- I'm right here. Like because I and I wanted you to be on are my. Are you taking the tag off already? No, it's it's not one of the ones that has he the. Literally, you. This no, is it's such one of these... an Instagram like unboxing, but you you're just getting the audio. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it's a it's a you different. You already take. took the tag off. Because no, it's a rolly tag, you could put it back on if you wanted. Sure. It. Okay, try it on. Okay. Me and Noodles want to see. So here it goes. I think there he goes. He's struggling with the neck. <laughs> I think old shirt is off. Hot take. Go ahead and just go ahead and put it on I'm before fine. you give us your hot well, take. See, that's now I'm weird. afraid that what if it's terrible? You know. Yeah, I mean that's the risk you do for unboxing um, audibly. You know, okay, noodles has been sniffing this bag for like forever. Well, ever since you got it, and then you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna. There he goes. Ooh, he's <laughs> in the neck. He's in the neck. Out the neck. Oh, okay. What if I just? What if I just did it like that? Oh. This is mighty warm. Don't look at yourself. Only look at me. Engage my reaction for how you look. Uh, That's think, healthy. That's healthy. I think you it met exactly your expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. It's good. It's um. It's a very specific neck. He just looked at himself in the mirror and he did a little... You know how everyone has that mirror gaze to yeah. themselves? He did that. He's petting noodles. His foot is... Yeah, I think... Okay. I think... I feel like they needed like a play by play. So no, I have I have a friend and Steve he Steve Jobs. He, <laughs> yes, the ghost of Steve Jobs and me are are super tight. Um, but I have this friend and we talk about fashion and stuff that we're super into. And we both dress very differently. But I mentioned to him that I wanted a turtleneck, and he's like, "Dude, if you my and we we spent like thirty minutes talking about me getting a turtleneck." I know I was there. Yeah, and you were there, and. Uh, his thing was, if you're going to get a turtleneck, you got to go all in. You just gotta... Do you feel as good as I did whenever I got my overalls last week? I don't know. You won't let me look at myself. Okay, well, let's take a beat and go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go cool. ahead. You're standing up. You're rotating. A little pull here, a little tug here. Got a nice little curved hem at the bottom. 
it's it's longer than your buck tees, but I think it works. I think it works. What kind of jacket would you wear over that? Uh, probably denim. No. Okay. What kind of jacket would I wear with what, this? What kind of what blazer are you going to wear with that? Is what I meant to say. Oh, good question. I don't know. We've I don't. Got, can I be honest? I don't think a denim jacket's going to work with that. Am okay. I? I could. I'm willing to be wrong. Okay, I love that. But uh, I think it looks good as a whole. Is it irritating? Nope. I going back to my friend. I really like the. I didn't know that I was a person that cared about fashion. Until like you didn't know that I didn't I've known know that, that since I met you. I didn't know that because I had such. I felt like I was always on the journey of looking the way I wanted to look, and I never realized that like if you find the way that you like to dress and the way that makes you feel comfortable in your skin, mm-hmm. it it like overall has like a a huge value on your health, uh, like your mental health. I, I think. would say my haircut did that. Yeah, is that weird? No, I don't think that's weird at all. I just tried to schedule a, a trim just so and everyone's updated. I saw this turtleneck and like hello algorithm hooking me up and basically saying you're ready for this. And I asked and my friend, like, I was I like, dude, I can I do this? And he was like, dude, if you're going to do it, you got to go all in. Yeah. So this is me going all in. Do you still want to take a matching photo together? More than ever. Okay. That's mine doesn't really look like yours though. Sorry for you. No, I'm, no, I'm not sorry at all. I'm just saying you seem a little bit more somber than I thought you would be in trying it on. Uh, I d- this was way more uh, surreal trying something on and getting full feedback. It was way a different experience than I was expecting. The way I kept like talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, because here's our difference. Whenever I get something in the mail, you love twirling. No, I try it on in private and then I show you. Yeah. You just tried it on literally whilst we were recording a podcast. So different vibe as a whole, but you're also. I'll get, I'll get my vibe after for sure. Well, do you remember me whenever I got my overalls last week? Yeah, you spun so much that I thought you were going to create a wind tunnel. I was so excited I could hardly stand it. And you were in the middle of a workout when I got them. So me and Noodles were just waiting outside the door for you to come out and see my my overalls. Bananas. Okay, do you want to talk about... Let's talk about the election. You ready to move on? Let's do it. So we are recording this podcast the Monday before Monday before the election. The election, yeah. The election is tomorrow, and it's a day that I've built up a lot in my mind because I've spent more time this year than collectively any year since I've been alive doing my research on like what I wanted to see come out of the election. And the thing I've come up to the surface with the most is that like we are so painfully divided on every single thing. So I thought it would be interesting if we, instead of talking about the election, we talked about like the day after the election. Because mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that's way more important than what the results roll in. I don't think we'll find out on Tuesday. We may find out on Tuesday unless it's like a runaway for and one of them. And this will literally be the day after the election that this is released. Right. So, And the in my, in my big buildup... Doing the research, trying to figure all this stuff out. I was obsessed about Tuesday. Yeah. And then the You clo- listen to a lot of podcasts, but can I be honest? Like, you listening to your podcast is like such a COVID 2020 memory to me in a sweet way. And I compare it to like, whenever I hear the Weather Channel, I think of like my dad listening to that before school. Mm. So it's like almost like a sweet, like it already feels like a memory to me. Yeah. And- 
Sorry, it messed up your mental health. <laughs> no, I, de- it def- I definitely got excruciatingly sad this year because, you know, we're all locked in our house. We're, we're trying to, to make sense of all of it. And I thought I was doing myself a service by being really well informed. And I learned how easy it is to make that your religion because it accidentally happened to me. Because whenever you get a little bit of understanding and you get a little bit of like, oh, wow, I feel like it's kind of like when you try to learn a new language and let's say you want to learn Japanese and you're like, oh, I'm never going to learn Japanese. And then you, someone teaches you what the word orange means and they teach you what the word waffle is. And then you're like, oh, wow, I could actually like do this. Yeah. When I had that moment, I, like I got hooked that I just like loved learning this new language of politics. And then one day I woke up and realized that like, I don't even like the culture of Japan, hypothetically, like in the metaphor, because that's going with the language thing. No, I know. So yeah. you were just spending, I think you were spending a lot of your energy thinking of it. Yeah. I were you had, dr- That's how you know you're learning the language is if you dream in the language. Were you dreaming in politics? I was dreaming in sadness. Oh my gosh. Like that's for sure. Yeah. So, I, I'm very glad that this election is over and whatever damage or whatever positive thing that comes out of it, we can now start addressing and that can be the focus instead of this. It's just really sad to me to think of all the relationships that could, that might've ended because of this. Yeah. And I, I knew, I know for me, I've had really hard conversations with friends that I could literally talk about anything with. Yeah. Like guy says, um, I think the, the earth is flat. Um, I don't believe in the moon. I think it's just a big shiny cookie in above <laughs> my neighborhood. Yeah, like, like, I think I've ha- I can have that conversation with anybody, but the, f- when politics comes up at all, my stomach starts turning because I know I'm probably going to have an argument with this person and I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't feel that way. I, cause I feel pretty confident in saying that Regardless of who someone voted for this year, it doesn't change my opinion of them. Yeah. And my it doesn't change my well, I should say it doesn't I might have assumed that they picked a different candidate, but it doesn't change my respect in them or my love for them. Like it that doesn't change yeah, for I, me. And so I would regardless say the same. of who someone voted for, I'm still gonna care for you the same way that I did before I knew. I, think I feel sure about that. I feel sure about that, too. I think the only thing it would affect me on is if we talk about it, how do I feel in that conversation? Be, and it's like I feel that way about anything. Because like, a lot of times I don't feel safe to say what I think about it. Right. I've been asked directly, very kindly, what I think about certain issues. but for the, But sometimes during this season the subject will come up and they just start talking at me. And so I'm like, you don't really want to know what I think about it. So I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to start anything with you. Right. And so I just don't say anything. Right. And cause I don't find my identity in who I believe, who I voted for. Right. Or what I stand for in terms of politics, because I think that I'm, I'm processing right now, but I think that I'm open to my experiences maybe changing my mind on some of my beliefs. And I'm open to that because that's happened to me in my life already. Right. So 
uh, who's to say 29-year-old Aaron will be the same as 49-year-old Aaron in terms of my views. And I so, just pictured 49-year-old Aaron, and she is just... Is she so cool? She's gorgeous. Does she have the same haircut? She, she shaved it, which is weird. Okay. Weird move for her. What? But the? it, like, weirdly suits her. Um, and okay. 50-year-old Jeremiah grew his hair out, so... I can't even... And then get a perm? Yeah, he has a perm, and it. I, I can't even think We're of We're both wearing haircut. turtlenecks? Yes. Thank you so much for saying that. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I think... But that's how I feel right now. So I'm just kind of processing that, but I think that that feels true for me. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Uh, I think I'm, I'm always willing to learn and to understand and to grow with whatever I'm dealing with, but... Sometimes it's hard to do those things. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because you think you know. You think it's almost like I took the class. I got the credits. I know what I need to know. Yeah. And the thing is, is that like everything evolves, everything changes, and you just have to keep a close eye on where you're at with everything. But politics, for some reason, have become such a volatile thing in our culture that like when I have conversations with people... I don't weigh it on how well I'm articulating myself or how, you know, how much they understood me or how smart I feel. It The only measurement I use now is, did I feel seen in that conversation? And if the answer is no, then I never talk to that person about politics again. Because that's what's important to me. You don't think you should, people are owed another chance? I don't volunteer. That's, that's a good, that's a good point. I don't volunteer the conversation again. Right. I'm never like, hey, do you want to step back in the ring and just throw punches at me wildly? Like, that was mm-hmm. a good time last time. But I will feel, I will let my guard down once for sure. And then the next time I will be way more like, uh, okay, let's let's be more careful this time. Like, I definitely won't text that conversation, you yeah. know. But it's just with anything. Like, if someone came up to me and they're like, hey, I want to start a career in music, my first thing, even if I've heard them sing and they sound like they're, they have a duck in their throat, I would want them to know that I care about them and that like, if there is a, if there's a way to make them feel seen and loved in that conversation, I want to have that. Right. But for some reason in politics, it feels like there's an asterisk by it where it's like, we do that with everything but this. Mm -hmm. And I am so uh, over that. And I want to look at how for the next election, the next year where we're all locked in, how can we just like have better conversations about it? About politics in general? About politics or just, you know, uh, there's this thing where if I'm wearing a mask and I'm like at a, like a backyard thing and someone takes off their mask, it's like they're just taking it off to let them know where they stand on COVID and our politics. What? That's not true. Oh, I think so. That, that hasn't happened to you? Like, you're you're thinking that they they're saying what they believe to be true about what? politics or about COVID and where they stand on it is reflective of when they take their mask off. No, like oh, okay. anytime someone like we're talking about face masks. Okay, it's like here's everything. It's never just like oh yeah, wearing face masks is kind of annoying. It's like yeah, can you believe we have to wear these? It's a hoax or what? Like it's just like there's more than just the actual face maskness of it. Oh, it, it that's become political. Yes, that's what yes. I mean. No, I 100% agree. That that was one of the most uh, 
that was one of the saddest things to me to happen this year was because at the beginning of COVID, we all came together and we're all helping protect each other. And then eventually it became a divided issue of face mask or not. And I was like, would this be true if it wasn't an election year? Would we have that as an issue? Like, I don't know. Like wearing a face mask or not. So that like how it's, it's a real disappointment to me that that turned political. Yeah. Cause I remember running down millage and I've, and I've said this on here before, but uh, we would distance ourselves yeah. every time I would cross someone You'd on hop village. the street or something. You'd hop the street, but there was such genuine love for this stranger. Yes. They would wave at me, smile really big. Wave. And it was like this unspoken, I know you're getting over to the other side of the street because you care Out of about respect me. for me. And, and I just, one day I felt like we were just all in heaven. We were just like, wow, this virus brought us all together. Yeah. We were on the brink and now we're saved. And then one day it all changed to where it's like now they'll like run into me and over me instead of actually like spreading out or whatever. Yeah. It's just such a different different yeah. take on it. Because we at one point were celebrating like first responders so well. And maybe I'm, I think that's still happening in, to some degree, but it it is crazy how quickly everything just just took a turn, you know? I think... If I think about what would be the most helpful, the things that come to my mind the most are less time on social media. That just seems like so obvious to me, which is tough because we're all quarantined right now. But if you go outside and you see people, it's way harder to be mad at them. Mm-hmm. Like it's way harder to be out in the sunshine and like seeing the grass be green and just be like, oh, wow, I'm still mad. Like I feel like happiness goes to die on social media in so many ways. And I, granted, we run our business on social media. I know yeah. that that there's both sides to it. I also think that we could just do a better job asking questions because like if someone's super heated about something, they probably got there on a path. They did not, they did not, they were not born there, yeah. but like there's a story behind that 100% tension and that heat. Cause I, I think like, oh, I'm kind of immune to getting heated in politics. Yeah. But then I think about the things that I feel really confident in or I feel really sure of myself in and have a lot of like data to back it up. I have a lot of history with the subject, like music related or like if I'm passionate about food or organic or whatever I do right yeah like whenever I'm in a conversation about that and someone disagrees with me then I straight up just like don't really know how to talk to them yeah and and I'm and I get defensive and I get um in the position of I'm right you're wrong right but in lines of like or in in the world of like politics I feel like I don't really have anything to like hold on to super strongly. Yeah. And so maybe that's why I'm a little, like the holder, the, the tighter you hold something so close to you is like that become, that's like what identifies you. I think Yeah. is the thing that you're willing to fight over Yeah. and disagree about. I agree. And so I think that it's probably important to remember that if someone's willing to fight over politics Instead of just being like, oh, they're immature and they don't really know how to like carry their own. It's like, no, that's just something that they maybe identify with. Right. And that's not necessarily wrong. That's just what that's just what's happening with them. Yeah. It it kind of reminds me the year I graduated Southern, we did not win a single game. 
and we did not go on to win a single game for two years or mm-hmm. something. But there was this one guy on campus that dressed up and he took his shirt off and painted himself black and gold and showed up to every single game to the point where like, it was very clear. This was something in him that he just like identified as he, he just, it was his whole world. Yeah. And in, in a lot of ways I wanted Southern to win for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in a lot of ways I am, I'm rooting for my friends to get the thing that they want but I find myself not wanting them to get it through one of the two guys running for president. I want them to get it elsewhere. Yeah. Because I think that's where real healing comes from is when we kind of identify like, Oh, the, the answer is not with these two old white dudes. It's like within other means, like what, like what would it look like if we had more ways to sit down and have good conversations about like healthcare and like all these other things that we get so worked up about. Yeah. And that's what I want this year to have. I want it to have more healthy conversation so we don't do this again. Mm-hmm. Because it just seems like there's a better way to do it. Yeah. To where I feel like I have a really good capacity of understanding people and having hard conversations. But I felt like this year politically, it went in a way where I was like, I thought I knew this person. Like, I thought we were friends but my friend wouldn't talk to me like this. And it became so important to so many different people that it made me realize that like, we've just been conditioned to handle this unlike anything else. Well, and another thing I think of is like back to the identity, like identity issue. What if we just never knew our friends were passionate about certain things in regards to politics and this year, like every four years becomes more of an opportunity for them to share what they're passionate about in that way. I think that's good. I also think that this is a very divisive year. Divisive? Divisive. I I know. Isn't that weird to say that? I think you can say it both ways. Do you want to see DVC? (laughs) (laughs) DVC? DVC? But this is such a DVC year that, uh, I was never interested in politics. And this year I became very interested in politics. So I went from zero to a hundred in a matter of six months. And I got the bins. Like I came up to the surface so fast that I was like, oh wow, there's a whole dark world out here that I didn't even know about. You know, would you say that you were eager to talk about it because you were getting more interested in it? I was more eager to talk about it because I thought I was helping people. Yeah. It was like a false sense of helping people. I can't remember. You thought you could navigate it really well. The shame I'm going to feel in 2021 is going to be how many great hangs I wrecked by injecting politics into it when it didn't need to have anything to do with politics. You know what I think could have happened to you? And we're just now discovering it. It's like the same thing as like, uh, are you okay right now? I'm great. Okay. You just the think turtle- I'm taking... I know. You think I'm being more serial, serious than I am because I'm wearing a turtleneck. Um, like, yes. Like, that's exactly what's happening. I think this is a good uh, move for me because now people are going to start taking me more seriously. Jeremiah, no. Okay. So, but do you think that maybe, you know, whenever I first got really into the Enneagram or whenever I first got really into learning that I was highly sensitive, I, like, started 
injecting it in conversations wherever I could. Yes. Because I thought I could help people with it. Yeah. And politics, it's a little bit harder to say, oh, I got just like so passionate about this year specifically. And so I don't think it's been easy for you to just admit that that's what happened, but maybe that's what happened. Yeah, and you thought maybe you could solve some problems because you knew how to talk about it in a way that was like really helpful to other people. But maybe you like accidentally did some damage because you were so newly interested in it. So newly interested in it. And I also think there's a big part of it. Like if you're all standing, like if you're standing outside with a bunch of strangers and you're outside of a New Orleans Saints football game and you don't know what to talk about, you're going to just like bring up the Saints. And that's how I feel this year. Oh, yeah. Because we're all outside the door of the election. Yeah. So if I'm just sitting around being like, so who do you think's going to win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and I think there's a big totally. part of that, too. You know what I did today at the end of that meeting we talked about at the top of the episode? Like, it was such a short meeting. There was really nothing to report, but we just do it every month. And um, at the end of it, I was like, all right, guys, thanks. Um, well, happy election week. And I was like, what am I doing? I never talk like that. Right. So that definitely is real because it hadn't come up in the whole meeting, and then I ended it that way. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, you've kind of felt an urgency to just bring it up. Yeah, because it's the elephant or the donkey, <laughs> political joke, in the room. Mm -hmm. And you just, I just want to say it and move on from it. But I don't want to move on from it. I was going to say, you never really, you always say that you don't want to talk about it. But from observation, I can say that you definitely don't leave it very It's quickly. hard for me to leave it, for sure. It's hard for me to leave it because like... When I, uh, you really do think you can change a little or make a difference in how it's talked about? Yeah, I think that's part of it. But also, like, when I work on, like, yesterday, I grilled on the back porch and I, like, touched something, like, greasy and my hand smelled like grease mm -hmm. and it smelled really bad and I couldn't stop smelling it. Yeah. Like, I washed my hands and then it smelled like tangerine and grease. Yeah. But I kept, like, putting my hand up and smelling it because, like, it was gross, but I was just, like, attracted to it. You just, like, had to make sure it was still there. Yeah. yeah, and that's how I feel about politics in a lot of ways. Where I'm just like, yeah. I know this is not going to be a co good conversation, but for some reason, I just can't stop having it. Yeah, that's interesting. How do you feel since... I feel like we've discovered this in real time right now. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think... I'm not I saying that you handled it poorly, though. Please don't hear that. No, no. Even if, even if I did handle it poorly, like I'm more interested now in figuring out how I can evolve into someone that's more compassionate specifically about this. Do you think you've, well, let me ask you this. What do you wish people knew about you in regards to politics? That I want everyone to be okay with what happens on Tuesday. Okay. But what people knew about you besides that, that, that is, like, <laughs> That that is the core motivation for me even being in the conversation. Right. Like. And you think that maybe all your recent interest this year in it, you kind of felt like a personal, not goal or mission, but a, a personal just like journey for you this year could have been helping people be okay with whatever outcome happened. Yeah. And then maybe you feel like, you just wanted to tell people in those heated conversations of like, hey, no, I'm like, I'm like just getting into this. And like, can't you see that I'm just like trying to help you? Yeah. And it's also a big part of me is like, I know this person is going to be so heartbroken. And I just want them to feel heard. But also like, 
I, I don't know. I, I think, I think part of me is like desperate to give them a solve. Like we're both just like in the weeds looking for an answer. It feels kind of, and this is a really dramatic thing. That's okay. It's like a parent dies and you're talking to the parent, to the person's son or daughter. And all you want to do is make the pain go away. Mm -hmm. So you just like fumble through a bunch of like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, uh, and you just like don't know what to say. Right. And I feel like I'm in that space with, with it right now. And I think we're going to have that for, for several months after. And there's like a moment where the person like cries with you. And that's like the most healing thing for both of you. And you've just kind of wanted that to happen. And I've wanted that. Yeah. But it feels kind of like I'm trying to like grieve with the person and they're like, no, No, they're not not grieving. They're not gone. I'm not even sad. You're wrong. Is yeah. what it feels like in so many ways. That that makes sense. That yeah. it kind of came full circle with that. And you've also done a really, really impressive job of looking for the good in all of this. Yeah, I think so too. In both sides, in both worlds of it, you have you've tried to do that genuinely. And I can say that for sure. Yeah. And I would say that I do have a lot of hope in that whichever one of the dudes gets elected, I think we're gonna be fine. Because I have done like a crazy amount of research and I do think that like practical ways, practical things have made this a a scarier year. Like both parties are saying if the other guy gets it, the world is over. Like both parties are saying that. And like, how are we as people supposed to just be like calm about it? You know, Mm -hmm. but I think I did enough research for myself. I'm going to sleep well on Tuesday regardless. And I'm going to wake up. I'm going to write. I'm going to make coffee and I'm going to just like, go outside and find somebody to talk to probably the sad person. Cause I'll know which one, you know, <laughs> that is probably. Um, yeah, but yeah, I just, uh, I, this was helpful for me just kind of airing this out because I know that a lot of people are going to wake up to this podcast and think that we're going to be like, aha, it's this guy or that guy. But really it's, it's just, we're still here for you and there's a lot more people that like want to make this better with you, you know? Yeah. So I think that's where I'm at. So, uh, thanks for having that conversation. For sure. I love you. What are you super into this week? You already kind of said what I was going to say, right? But no, I mean, okay. I've gotten Christmas presents this year. So early, babe, you know that. Oh no, girl, we're getting a Christmas tree like this week. But like, here's the reason I keep getting gifts early. Because I'm not really that busy, so I have the time. But I love budgeting. I love buying gifts for people. And the idea of getting our tree early and already having presents under the tree is very exciting. Yeah. So I ordered a bunch of stuff last weekend. I got, there's a local jeweler in Athens. She has an Etsy shop. Maybe I've already talked about Stampton Finch. I probably have, but I'll talk about it again. Yeah. She's great. Um, She... Man, I she had a her once a year sale a couple weekends ago, and she made the stuff so fast. And I got all three pieces that I ordered for my family, and it's beautiful. And stuff. I'm so excited. I honestly, the thing that I got for my sister, I kind of want myself. Yeah, I think you'll you'll end up ordering it. I saw it, and I was like, yeah, my girl's definitely gonna get that for herself. I kind of really want that. Yeah, I think you should. I think that's awesome. You think I should? Do you mm-hmm. think I should do the same thing I did with her and do initials? Yeah, I think so too. I think that'd be great. Um, so I'm really into getting Christmas. And I also went to the Athens Farmer's Market. I'm just like speaking locally. I'm trying to 
get most of my gifts local this year. Yeah. And um, I went to the Athens Farmer's Market on Halloween this weekend. And there's a really sweet lady that sells like homemade like soaps and stuff. And they look awesome. And I'm super excited to give that. And I got myself a nice candle from Maiden Monroe. And I just, just local stuff has been really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the thing I'm into, obviously I, the turtleneck. Obviously the turtleneck, guys. Like, yeah. How long are you gonna wear that the rest of today? No, uh, because I want to wear it during the election, <laughs> so I can feel very uh, nice and fancy during the election. Do you want me to wear my turtleneck during the election? Yes. Can we? Can we send? Can we? Can we do a matching turtleneck picture tomorrow? Mine's not as comfortable as yours. No, this is a very comfortable. I like. I love this this clothing company so much. Uh, the thing I'm into. There's a library right outside our apartment, and our downstairs neighbor is literally the administrator of the library. She's awesome. She's amazing. Her name is Lisa, and she's delightful. She listens to Frank Sinatra on Saturdays at volume like 25. It's It's amazing. My favorite thing. Yeah. But so the library had been closed for all of COVID, and I had this book on hold. And I was like, it's never going to come because it's COVID and it shut down. And then I get the email notification that, hey, your book is in. Mm -hmm. And whenever I walk over, that was a notification basically telling me the library's back. And I just, I love libraries so much. And the book that I checked out is called Deacon King Kong. Go ahead again. Deacon King Kong. Deacon King Kong. And it came out in February, got the National Book Award. And it is funny. It is, uh, it's thought provoking and it's it's really, really good. I just, I miss libraries and I'm really glad that our library's back. And libraries are cool because you, it, there's like no risk because me as a seven on the Enneagram, I want newness all the time Yeah, and it's newness at no cost, hmm. which I love. That's, you that's know? great. Yeah. Like there's nothing more intoxicating than, and I don't mean intoxicating as a good word. Cause I think it's, I think it's both, uh, of going to a bookstore, paying $25 for a cool looking book and then never reading it. Hmm. And I've checked out books at the library and never opened them. And I turned them in on time being like, wow, that was okay. Well, no, yeah, no risk. Yeah, yeah no risk good. in doing it. I will say whenever I was in college, my favorite location on campus was the library. Yeah. I had so much fun there. Like I did fun. I just like it felt. Well, I love being in a public place alone. That's like I'm very at peace with taking a book and or going to study somewhere and like not talk to anyone. Yeah. And I remember after theory on Thursdays, my freshman year, I would go get, they had like a Starbucks in the library. I would go to theory. I would go to Starbucks, get a sandwich, like a breakfast sandwich and then a chocolate mocha because I was in college. I could do whatever I wanted and I would eat that and then go in the library and study for like three hours. And it was just like the best time. You loved it. Oh, I just, I just love it. Jeremiah. Okay. I love you. I feel warm and cozy. Okay. Is that I love weird? You. No, no. I feel I feel warm and cozy because of okay the today. turtleneck. Yeah. I hope that today you woke up hopeful. Get some sunshine. Get some sunshine. Take some vitamin D. And Yes, you need both because you need to be fully nude for three hours in the sun to get the sufficient levels of vitamin D that your body needs. And trust needs. me, I am. So, All right, everybody. So if you're, not, if you're not nude for three hours in the sunshine, then go ahead and take that vitamin D. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yes, please be kind to yourself. Be kind to your neighbor, especially if they voted opposite of you. Like, let's do the work and let's... Quick thing to celebrate in that regard, on Boulevard, which is like one of my favorite streets in Athens, 
instead of a political sign, which it was shaped everything like a political sign, instead of saying which party, it just had a big heart on it. And I think that's really kind. I think, I think. And if I had a yard, I would do that. I think 2021 is the year of kindness. We have our hands, but I feel like both of us have our hands out. Let's do it. Love, love you. Love you. Hey, Patreon. 